Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of The Clingers Have Spoken. My name is Joel Klinger. Across from me, as always, in Zoom is my brother, Michael. We just watched the second-to-last episode of Season 44 of Survivor. Michael, how are we feeling right about now? We're feeling relieved. We're feeling very relieved. That was, uh... The editors lied to us. They They, did. They lied to us hard, and... I I don't know what happened. I, I don't know that we can possibly know what actually happened... Or why the vote went the way that it did based on what we saw tonight. Um, I mean, Carolyn looked confused and shocked. And so I guess that would mean that, you know, Jam Jam was acting really weird about it. Maybe he was, like, trying to act weird about it to throw Carolyn off so that she would, like, play an idol dumbly for herself that she didn't need or something like that. Like, I don't know what was going on, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Everything we saw from Jam Jam was basically like, look, I love Carolyn, but she needs to go. And that was the message that we got every time. We got him crying in, in confessionals. We got him doing all these things, saying all the things that he did at Tribal. And yeah, I mean, I guess I guess he was really conflicted about which way to go. Um, do you think that that was a million-dollar mistake? No, I think he's, I mean... Is it a million dollar mistake if Carolyn wins? Um, if if that's like your, you know, your view, then maybe. But I think Jam Jam has a, still has a good chance to win against Carolyn. Everyone likes him. He's shown a lot of agency in the game, and you know he's like, I had chances to vote Carolyn out, and I didn't because I love her and we have a bond, and I didn't want to vote her out. And that was my choice. Like, I, I think he has a great chance still, even still with Carolyn sitting at the end. So um, I'm glad he didn't vote her out. I hope it wasn't a huge mistake. Um, you know, and honestly, like, I wish we would get back to that more on Survivor. Like, this is my person. These are my people. I want to ride with them to the end. And if they get to the end and they beat me, like, Oh well. Oh well. Like we we played the game together. That's part of it. Instead of what's been happening is allies go at each other at like eight, seven, six, and then by the time it's the final three, it's like three characters who had no agency in the game, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um this is what I've wanted for so long. Uh, I've been calling for it on the show, and now it's happening. It's happening. And we'll see if it continues through five. Because we have a final five, and I'm, like, very content with this final five. I think if you'd asked me, like, three episodes ago what I wanted the final five to be, it would probably be, like, this group. Um, Maybe minus Lauren and add Danny, but, like, this is pretty great. They're a diverse group of people, and we still have one Tika, like, a majority Tika. Tika has wiped out every single person on every other tribe since the merge. And that is a wonderful thing to say that they have they went from being in the minority to the majority one by one. Like that's that's seemingly that's a boring way if if I had just said like okay well there's one tribe that has three people left. You would think that that would be like a really boring season. No, I've really enjoyed this season and there's been a ton of twists and turns, I guess, but just like a steady three that they've all been able to keep together for this long. And this is the first time where they're really like, okay, maybe I should just not 
continue with each other with 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 the same people and it's been wonderful to watch these three and they're great three people and i like all of them i don't know if i want to hang out with like carolyn but i appreciate her as a person and i'm thrilled that they're still doing this like this is this is wonderful this may be my favorite season of survivor since winners of war yeah i mean I think the story has been way better than Winners at War too. Um, you know, like it didn't have all it doesn't have all the characters that we already love that we come in knowing their backgrounds and so like there's like a lot more built-in storylines with Winners at War that are easier to pull out, but I mean f- as far as like new people seasons go, I mean I've enjoyed this season like on the level of like David versus Goliath. You know, like, so I, I'm loving this season. I don't want it to end. I wish I could watch the Tika three play forever. Um, but I don't, I don't think we'll get that chance. think it's going to come to an end, but they held it together all the way to final five. Once you're at final five, like, does it switch? Does it flip on its head to where now each of the three Tika members is just trying to get the other two to vote with them? Oh man, I don't know. Maybe you know, um, you know, is 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 Carolyn and Jam Jam and Carson are all are all of them going individually to Heidi and Lauren saying, "Hey, let's us be a final three and let's get rid of them," because that could get really interesting um, as well. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen. But it's been a great season uh, seeing three people come into the merge as the last remaining on their tribe. And Carson wasn't even on Tika by the end of the pre-merge. And so getting to watch them um, stick together has been really, really good. And there are three great characters too. It's not just three boring folks uh, who are winning a bunch of challenges and they're just carrying it to the end. Like it's been really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like I don't even know if there's much to recap on that episode. That was That was pretty much the whole thing. Like I I we kind of figured that it was going to come to a point or it wasn't and it hasn't come to that point yet. Like how do you see next week's episode, the finale going down? Like who 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 would you say is your odds on favorite to be voted out first next week at 5? I think Lauren is going to be the first person voted out in the finale. You think they're going to stay strong, the three Tikas? Well, Heidi voted with them again tonight, didn't she? Yeah. And Heidi's voted with them. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, well, I guess she voted with them tonight, but like for some reason, Heidi thinks, thought that she should vote out Jamie and Lauren. And that's just the fact that Tika successfully like pitted Ratu and Soka against each other all the way down to where it is completely not in their best interest to vote each other out. And they kept doing it. Yeah. Is great play. But I think Lauren will probably go out first because I think Lauren is an immunity threat more than anyone remaining at this point. She's one, two Carson's one, one, uh, jam jam is one, one maybe. Yeah. I think jam jam one, one. So, 
I think that they look at Lauren as an immunity threat, and you just don't want a wild card in there. If you're not going to take her to the end, you don't want her at four because she's most likely to win the immunity challenge. Yeah, I mean, I think of the people that aren't in Tika that are most liked would maybe be Lauren because there are a lot of Ratu people over there. Um, and maybe Danny respects her game and, like, would throw her a vote, right? Um, that's it, that's the interesting thing. Like, I... I don't know if that three are gonna if those three are gonna stick together or one more vote. I would be fine with them turning on Carolyn or turning on each other or turning on Jam Jam this vote. Um because I know that one of them is gonna make it to the end and that one, if that were the case, is probably gonna win. Right? And if I saw any of those three win the game, I would be like content and happy. Because that's a Tika a Tika member needs to win this game because everyone else has given it to them. Like they've played the people around them so well that this game cannot be discussed without mentioning how dominant Tika was after the merge without mentioning jam jam and Carson's infiltration of everyone else without, without referencing Carolyn's complete, you know, under the radar or like above the radar kind of, kind of, shenanigans where people don't even pay any attention to her um i think that's that's this season has been dominated by those three players and i'm thrilled that they're still here in five and we'll see them for one more episode and i would love to see whoever doesn't win of those three come back like that that seems like a home run to me like this has been normally in in seasons of survivor i'm like let down by all the all the things that like happen and i'm i'm frustrated that certain players go home at certain times this season has been magnificent i don't know if i felt super crazy disappointed at all except for maybe like franny like and that wasn't even like uh, maybe she had to go you know yeah i think matt and franny being out when they were out was like really the only disappointing votes um for me uh in the post merch game so yeah i mean it's been a, it's been a fun ride and hats off to whichever of the tika three brings it home i think heidi and lauren are definitely not gonna win and yeah. like heidi has shown i guess heidi's had agency in the game but she's just been voting with Tika, and in when she has a moment to flip the game, she has voted to keep the status quo, or she's like thrown random votes in different places, like voting for Danny and then lying about it. And so, I just don't like uh, Heidi's has no chance in my mind, and I think Lauren might have like if Lauren won the next two immunity challenges and you know, got rid of two Tika people and was sitting there like she might have a chance. Yeah. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's probably, I think it's probably uh, Lauren is going to get voted out. And I think uh, Heidi is probably going to get taken to the final three. And uh, I think whoever, you know, it's going to be whoever wins fire versus whoever won immunity from Tika. Yeah. Man. Like what a I am so excited for next week. I'm thrilled. I like I'm excited to watch it's two hours, right? I think it's two hours. I'm thrilled to watch two hours 
of that of that um yeah is there anything else that we want to talk about before we set up like you know maybe predictions for the next week's episode like was there anything that happened this week that i'm missing um you know jamie tells jeff i love you and he says thanks (laughs) thanks jamie (laughs) thanks that's not exactly how you're supposed to respond to i love you he was more i feel like he was caught off guard and he was like thank you (laughs) like get out of here (laughs) your time's over (laughs) let's move on which also i think jeff was pretty upset that they brought there i think jeff was pretty upset that they brought all their stuff with them right like he looked pretty frustrated <laughs> he was well, like yeah because i had this big thing where i was gonna send you off to a new island and then you're gonna have to start from scratch and you know maybe you'd be too weak and we'd see nope nope that's spoiled okay yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah you planned accordingly have fun <laughs> well Jeff can't, on one hand, praise Carson for practicing all the puzzles beforehand and then be upset with a uh, Final Five who brings all of their camp stuff with them to Tribal Council. Yeah. That is the exact same thing. Jeff, you cannot do the same thing every season and then act like miffed when people know it's coming and are prepared for it like that like what are what are you doing i guess he didn't i guess he was maybe upset that they had the audacity to bring it but if he was really annoyed why wouldn't he just say you can't take that stuff with you you know you've got everything you need there because like like honestly the new the, the okay that is something i don't like i don't like the go to a new camp with final five and then, oh, and now there's an advantage in the immunity challenge hidden somewhere. Because it's just like, I wish they would just, just do it like they used to do it. Just, hey, man, final three, we've been here for so long at this camp. Remember uh-huh. all these people that were here? Let's, you know, do some rites of passage or something. But the new camp thing is already so tired. I think they did that for the first time in... um Island of the Idols. And it's just not it's just not a vibe. I wish they would stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like cause it's it's so good as it is. Just let them go. There'll be plenty of drama, I promise you. Right? Like I the viewer am getting nothing from that stuff. Um and it's just it's just more frustrating for the players, I feel like. Um I wonder, Jam Jam did have a thing where he was like maybe I should take all this stuff. And then if I get voted out, I just take it with me, (laughs) which I was like, maybe that's a thing. Like maybe next in the next few seasons, we see people just like the whole tribe takes like one thing. So it's like, if they did get swapped out or if they did have to move beaches, they just, you know, can take it with them. However, you can hold something. And if you vote that person out, say that person has the tarp, you're no longer with the tarp. Like, that would be interesting. And, like, the fact that Lauren had... I guess... So, it was interesting the way they phrased things. Like, it felt like whatever someone brought to Tribal, they had to leave with. So, like, there was no switching of, of items, apparent, like, allegedly. 
So like if, if I get voted out, I can't just drop it off. It's like you, you lose that if that person goes home, it seems, which makes sense because then like there would be no, when Kane got voted out with a idol or a fake idol or whatever, he didn't give it back. He just had to keep it. Right. Yes. I don't know. That's, that's the only thing that, that's the only way that makes sense in my man, in my mind. Um, so yeah. That's that's a very interesting thing, and I wonder if we just start seeing people bring things to tribal all the time. I mean, the only thing about that is like, you're not gonna want to go around picking up tools because that's gonna cut into the time you have to decide who's getting get voted out. And I think that they are running around trying to figure who's gonna get voted out until like the producers are like it's time to go. So I think like they're not thinking like I need to go grab the machete. They're thinking I need to make sure that I don't get voted out and my allies don't get voted out. So um yeah, I don't I don't really know like the practicality of of that plan as far as time goes. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but maybe you don't get yourself voted out because you grab the most valuable thing. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. That was just such an interesting little wrinkle that was in the episode that I thought was just a huh, you know. Um, anything else? Um, let's see. Well, I don't know what Danny was wearing. That was weird. What, yeah, what that was so weird. Right? Danny looked dirty. He looked like he had not even showered. Yeah. Since he got voted out the day before, or two days before, actually. Yeah. So what's I up mean, with that? I don't know. My other what's know. up with that is uh, the sanctuary. How did they all know to say sanctuary there? That's not a thing. Like, this is not the first time this season where Jeff has made reference to something as if it has happened and been called this forever. And it simply oh. has not. He was like, yeah. and then you, it, like, after the after the Roar Challenge, you will be taken to the sanctuary where there will be <laughs> massage and sandwiches. And it's like, the sanctuary, Rob Sestronino, he has this thing where he goes, since when? And it's like <laughs> all of this stuff, you know, that Jeff has been acting like, Oh, this is no- totally normal. Like the rights negotiation, we've always done this on Survivor. If you know that it's that time, it's that time of the game because we're at final ten, so we're doing a rights negotiation, something dumb like that. So yeah. there's some stuff that Jeff is trying to normalize that I wish he would not. So the sanctuary goes along with that, like. Just, I get I'm it. I f- get it that it makes sense because you're in Fiji forever now. So like, you know, there's Ponderosa the thing. and yeah. then there's the sanctuary. I guess that makes sense. But the sanctuary, I don't know. They don't act like it's you've always been called that because it just hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that on the screen. I was like, that's weird. Okay. I guess that's what that's called. And it's like a weird thing where there are lots of things that happen there. Like lots, like the merge feast happens there. Is it a sanctuary then? I don't know if I'd call that a sanctuary, right? Um, but I guess that's what we're going to call it. Um, yeah. 
Do you want to dive right on into what maybe our final three and winners are? Sure. Let's do it. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. I think uh, we've got Lauren going out at five. And we've got Carson going out in fire. And we've got uh, Heidi zero vote finalist. And I think Carolyn edges Jam Jam like six to three. Wow. That would get a lot of... That would be like an iconic final three with like Carolyn and Jam Jam like holding each other's hands at like during... I guess there's no reunion, but during like the ceremony, like that would be a bond that they would have forever. But again, maybe that's why Jam Jam's decision was played up so much tonight. It's because maybe he, you know, made the wrong decision. Um, Yeah. So my final three, my my three people that were in the finale at the first episode actually all made the finale, which, like, that's never going to happen again, so I'm pretty stoked about myself right now. Um, and I'm going to have that same final three be, be the same final three. Uh, in order for that to happen, though, I need Carolyn to be voted out fifth, uh, first next week. And I need Lauren to be uh, voted out next and losing fire, I guess. After that, yeah, I'm going to change my Victor vote from Heidi to Jam Jam. And yeah, that's going to be the way it goes down. I also think Heidi's a, a no vote finalist. Um, you know, that's just the way it goes. Let's say, let's say Jam Jam beats Carson seven to two we'll say that um yeah man there we go that's our final predictions for survivor 44 crazy this has been this has been such a good season like i've said that a lot on this podcast but i am very pleased with how everything of this season has gone minus the medevacs (laughs) I I think I think that like you had all of your final three in except for I think you had like Matthew or something or Matt in. So I mean you still did pretty good. And your winner is Jam Jam, so Jam Jam's still in there. So Yeah, I mean we talked about it on the first first episode, but you don't open the season with a confessional from someone <laughs> unless they are in the final three, like Yeah. Or at least in the finale. In the finale, and yeah. They've, you know, their bookend. They've and Jam Jam. I think he was also a really early confessional, um, and so I think that uh, they've they've bookended this season really well with two great characters, and you know, also hats off to Carson. Like he's he's played a great game. He's been incredibly loyal. I think that Carson was the person I expected to you know, bounce from that three the most. For sure. And he, honestly, Carson is the reason they didn't vote Carolyn out. Yeah. Because if Jam Jam's talking to Carson and he says, yes, I'm a, I'm exactly in the, on the same page as you. My gut is saying we should vote Carolyn out. 
let's get Carolyn out. I think Carolyn's gone, but the fact that Carson was like, my gut was not telling me to vote Carolyn out, but I will if you if that's what you're doing, then you know that's what I'm gonna do. But I don't think that's what we should do. So, as much as I feel like they played this up as Jam Jam's move tonight, I feel like it was Carson's move to keep the three of them together. Yeah, which so, doesn't give me which doesn't give me great hope for like how Carson's gonna finish because I feel like if Carson was gonna win, this looks different. Like the way they edit this season looks different. Like he's gotten the least airtime of the three. But he has been so influential with navigating relationships, being the middleman between Jam Jam and Carolyn's relationship, and also being the middleman between Tika and the other tribes. So, like, I think I think if if the edit was even, I would probably say Carson has played the best game, and I would probably pick him to win, just based off of the conversations that we've seen. Um, we've just gotten so much airtime and confessionals of Carolyn and Jam Jam and their stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, like, I think that, like, it's interesting because I feel like Jam Jam and Carolyn are personally closer, but strategically, both of them are closer to Carson than each other. Yeah. Like, they both trust Carson more with their votes and with their strategy talks than they do each other. But yet I feel, feel like Jam Jam and Carolyn are like super tight as people, yeah. which is a really interesting dynamic. And I think that there probably is, that is because there's a little bit of broken trust there maybe um, from the uh, Josh tribal council back at Tika after Carson left. But yeah, man, it's been, it's been a really interesting season. Dude, they've got to do return. They've got to do a returning player season soon. And I'm not talking about freaking Bruce who will be on season 45. You know, <laughs> I'm not, like uh I hate that. I honestly hate like I'm happy for Bruce cuz like Bruce ha- Bruce like had the worst luck of all time with Survivor. Like yeah. First no tribal councils. First obstacle, busting your head, getting sent home. That sucks. And I I really feel for him that that happened. But the fact that they're bringing him back and there's so many like great characters, like proven great characters who fans would be so excited to see back, who they will probably never bring back because they have like decided that that's not really something they want to be as into anymore. It sucks, man. It sucks because whoever doesn't, whatever Tika member wins, the other two would be great people to bring back on a season. You know? Yeah. I mean, we saw like the leak of the new season and Bruce was one of the 12 that got announced or like leaked or whatever, but there were six people that weren't leaked. Well, they've they've leaked more since. Oh yeah, and they're not yeah. returners. No, they're new. I think that they've <sighs> they've leaked the whole season on uh, Inside Survivor now. Um, yeah, and none of them are none of them are new, um, or none of them are like returning players. Like I don't want. 
the thing it was is, the perf- they, the thing is, they really overdid it with returning players, like to the point of like, it was totally unnecessary on game changers that they do that, and it yeah. was totally unnecessary on Edge of Extinction that they do that. But I feel like that they did those, and then they did Winners at War, and they just like. They just like burn themselves out on returning player seasons and they're like, we need, well, we need to find like, you know, some new fresh blood and like, we want to move away from that. And they've done it enough. There's plenty of players from 36, 37, 38, 39, 41, 42, 43, 44 who would like make a great season. Yeah. And I feel like they have, I don't know. Man. I like literally some of the decisions that Jeff is making about the show and like that the produ- production is making and CBS is making don't make sense. Like 90 minute episodes is the best decision that they've made for survivor. Since and it like, would make since like blood versus water or heroes versus villains. And 90-minute episodes would be awesome for a returner season. Right. Like season 45. That makes sense. That's logical. Do a returner season every five years. How about that? Logical. Well, that, you don't get burned out of it, but Well, that whatever. would be every five seasons would be every two and a half years. Yeah. So. But that's still less than they were doing it in the 30s. Like, I don't know. I mean, if they I, don't do one before 50, I would think they would definitely do one at season 50. Yeah. I mean, they may be doing something different for season 50. Like, what it, what would it look like if they just said, we're going to have a season 50 be like a two, double the length. We're going to throw 30 people on this island. Like, what if they just went, nuts with it they went like big brother style or like bachelor like they do like three hour episodes of just like like i think why not right Uh, the base is there just do it and then if it doesn't work or people hate it you're just gonna go back to normal of 51 like this is this is it you're not gonna get a season of this grandiose of this much grandiosity ever again Probably, because who knows if it's here 25 years from now. Like, this this is the big 5-0. You just did all the winners in season 40. 50's got to be bigger. Which, how do you get bigger than winners? Yeah, I, I, I hope they don't do something that crazy. I just, I just want to see Christian Hubicki and Rick Devins <laughs> play against Ricard and... Uh, Shan and Jam Jam and Carson. That's that's all I want. I don't want. To, I'm not asking for that much. I don't think. Yeah. Honestly, like if they did another second chance this season, that would be sick. Like where we could vote people in. That would be, yeah, really really fun. But they can't do that in season 46, um, because they're gonna be filming that like soon. So. Yeah. Who what knows? if they what if they did like uh what if they okay, what if they did like preliminary survivor games and they aired them on Paramount Plus. 
So it was like they they brought seven people. They brought 28 people. So like four four groups of seven people narrowed it down to three. Those three advanced to like the final 12. And then it was just like Survivor from there on. Like and that's the one that gets aired on CBS Weekly. Like I I want something crazy to happen, man. I think that'd be sick. You may not think that, but like I would love it. I would eat that up. I would like to see them like lean further into like survivor archetypes to where they have like a tribe of challenge beasts versus a tribe of uh brains bronze versus beauty versus tribe a tribe of like strategic people or something like that like that would be really interesting they gotta do gen z versus millennials pretty soon so we'll see about that one yeah gen z versus millennials would be pretty sick um honestly they could still do gen x versus gen z versus millennials yeah like gen x is still not aged out of that range quite yet so they're, they're not in their, nicaragua they're in level 50s. old but yeah yeah in their 50s so yeah. could happen it could um let's see anything else on survivor great well cool um the nba finals are around the corner the same four teams of the bubble are back I, that was an odd thing for me to see. I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that is the same four teams," even though like I don't think the nub of Nuggets being in the in there. But yeah, who do you think we see in the finals, Michael? Um, well, I need to figure out what the score is in this game that's on right now between Boston and Miami. <laughs> but I mean, I think I feel like the Nuggets and the Celtics are like the safer bets, but. I don't feel great about either of those picks. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter and I retweeted that Miami has a three, according to ESPN analytics, which has no idea what they're talking about, but you can't like, you can't like prove it wrong. Like you can't prove this wrong, but they said that ESPN analytics gives Miami a 3% chance to win the series. If they played the series a hundred times, they saying they would win three. What? What'd they say last series? What did they say the series I, before? I I'm like, like, dude, it's at least a fifth of the time or a yeah. quarter of the time they win. Like they're better coached. They're have some real some real dudes on that team who, you know, have as much or more playoff experience than the Celtics. So I don't know. I I it's like three percent, that's terrible. So I'd give yeah. the Heat a much better chance than I think most most people would give them. And, you know, that game last night between the Nuggets and Lakers, the Lakers really found something there. I think the Nuggets will be able to work themselves around it. Uh, with, like, they just put Rui on Jokic, and they were like, okay, well, Jokic, you're going to have to just beat Hachimura one-on-one because... And the thing is, like, the Lakers need to, like, even sell out more on we're not double-teaming Jokic. Because there was yeah. sometimes, like, if you step two steps towards Jokic and not even a double-team, just two steps towards him, he's going to hit your dude right in the shooting pocket for three. So, like, you've got to watch out for that. 
But I think it's going to be two really good series. I think they'll go both will go at least six games. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm I'm hopeful for the Lakers. I would love to see LeBron do it, but I I would pick Nuggets Celtics if you put a gun to my head. Yeah, probably. I would probably go Nuggets Heat. It's just like the Nuggets Celtics is like either either one of those series you're picking against LeBron or you're picking against playoff Jimmy Butler, and it's like man, that's history says that's not a good bet. So we shall see. Anyway, I'm Joel. That's Michael. We will see you next week as we catch up on the finale of season 44 of Survivor. We are so excited to be there for you and together with us because it's going to be a sick finale and we are looking forward to it. We will see you there. The Clingers have spoken. See ya.